Monkey to Let Go, the podcast platform of the Phenomenalist, by Leopold Lambert. Today, a conversation from the walls of Fortress Schengen, with Marietta Pestier. Hello everyone. Today my guest is uh, Marietka Perstitz. Per per uh, sorry, sorry. That's, it starts in a pretty bad way. But, uh, uh, and we are recording this conversation from Metlika, which is a, a Slovenian town right at the border with, uh, with Croatia. And to be even more precise, we're literally a few meters away from the river that separates the two countries where recently a fence was built uh, by the Slovenian government and, uh, and uh, pushed by the Schengen uh, European Union. Um, and uh, that's what we will talk about today, uh, trying to improvise a little bit of on-site situation, so bear with us if we are a little bit, uh, if we are not super articulate, but uh, I, th I think we will be. <laughs> uh, Marietka is a, a, a Um, a doctor in uh, ethnopolitical studies. She's also an activist, as we will see. She's based uh, between Ljubljana and Metlika, and uh, and she's one of the person to talk to when it comes to this uh, current situation in uh, Slovenia. Uh, hello, Marietka. Hello. Uh, thank you for taking the time uh, at the last minute. I, I might even add to um, to talk with me and to describe uh, the situations that around uh, that's around us we can maybe start uh, with that right is like can you yeah can we can you literally describe what we're seeing around us and and we'll we'll explain each part of it uh, after that so we're here at the site where um, the youth local youth center has its uh, summer residence basically at the river here uh, in Metlika Uh, there are some, there is a little playground for the children and just beautiful green grass. Uh, and this is important because not long before today there was this barbed wire fence near this playground and near this uh, youth center uh, residence. Uh, and it was uh, horrible to see. Uh, And now they took that barbed wire away because there was the, the pressure was building uh, not only from the activists and the people around here but also from the river itself because uh, you know the weather is such in the winter that the river can rise the, the water levels rise significantly and so uh, a lot of uh, it carries a lot of debris with it Uh, branches, tree trunks, uh, such things. So they, if they get tangled into the rather flimsy barbed wire, um, they pull it with it. So that the river pulls the barbed wire into its uh, uh, riverbed, and it could potentially mean that uh, this would this would could become a very big ecological disaster if it was not addressed. So that was partly why they took it down. Um, and but uh, they took it down only to replace it with uh, this high green fence with Y-shaped poles um, 
that look like uh, they're prepared for some more bar barbed wire only higher up. Uh, and it also looks a lot more permanent, this uh, green panel fence. Uh, people seem to be kind of appeased by it because, you know, they, they've been sufficiently scared that they think that the, that the border fences are important, that they will provide some sort of security. Uh, and so people think that, okay, now this fence is not so bad, but I myself find it just as bad as if, if I mean, just as bad, yes, because uh, of the permanent nature these things can take. And it's uh, going going back to where what you were talking about about the, the potential ecological disasters that, yeah. that could have been. I, I could not help I can help but notice that th those uh, this new fence is green, and I, I see a lot of symbolic behind that as well in the fact that um, when it comes to uh, ecological disaster or in a sudden there can be enough pressure to make a government uh, 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 retreat for a bit and and. Uh, and withdraw its uh, withdraw its fence, but when it comes to uh, uh, people uh, running away from countries uh, several thousand kilometers away from here, then there's not enough. It doesn't seem to be a consensual issue enough to actually make enough pressure, right? Is exactly. that is that what we are is that what we are doomed to do, like to argue on ecological yeah, concerns? Yeah, it's absurd. <laughs> yeah. it is absurd. Yeah. <laughs> from from that point of view absolutely you know but it's it begins to be absurd even before that you know because i said security you know and i'm, I'm asking myself security from what mm. so these people who are fleeing war or people who are fleeing unbearable conditions in their own lands or poverty or you know just a basic lack of uh, opportunities and options uh they somehow deserve to be fenced out and we need to be afraid of them and it just seems preposterous to me mm-hmm um so we're we're quite literally si situated at the at the south uh, southeast border of the Schengen fortress uh, uh, which uh, I mean obviously we can even go a little bit further if we go to Greece or Bulgaria and Macedonia uh, where we we find these very odd situations where uh, people have to fight to go from Greece to Macedonia to like to exit Schengen to be able to re-enter it where from Uh, where we are right now, um, or or uh, in uh, Hungary, um, and so so I I, I was in Calais uh, about three weeks ago, which is like the most uh, northwestern uh, uh, border of Schengen, which is a little bit more complicated, obviously, because mm -hmm. uh, then the the UK uh, becomes a fortress in the fortress. Yeah. But uh, I cannot help but see a total continuity be behind all this uh, territory we, num we name uh, Schengen, uh, isn't it right? Yeah, I guess there's not much of a question, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I agree, yes. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I think that Europe in the beginning, I mean... It, it did not have a very good political response to the whole thing. It's not like the migration started, what, October, since October 2015. It began to be, you know, so prominently placed on the agenda. Uh, it started way before, and, you know, they could have prepared for a lot of things. They could have found, you know, uh, solutions how to integrate people f fast, I mean, more swiftly, you know, to, to provide... Uh, 
lodgings that wouldn't be quite as absurd as Calais, you know, or, or you know, the, the Macedonian border or whatever, where, wherever these people find themselves living in slums um, and in, in horrible conditions. So, you know, and since Europe took so much time to form a response and then, you know, the, the migration started to become prominent in the public discourse uh, and people lacked some sort of guidance you know, from the politicians, uh, from the European Union, from individual states. So they were left to kind of make sense of this on their own. And when people are made to make sense of things on their own, you know, they tend to get afraid because, you know, and, and you get even more afraid when you see that the government is perplexed. So, um, and also the whole thing kind of, you remember after 9-11, uh, this whole terrorist talk became very prominent. So there was a lot of talk about Islamic terrorists, Islamic radicalism, uh, Islamic this and that, all horrible things. And we have been listening to that for decades, you know. Uh, and you don't have to be super um, attentive to the news, but you hear those, you know, sad phrases. And they kind of ingrain in... Uh, they got ingrained in our brains. So when... Uh, all these people started coming and they were Islamic, you know, you, there was just a little tiny bit of, of a push to, you know, to, 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 try, to then um, see them in this connection. So Islamic terrorists, you know, that's the association we have in our brain. So people got afraid, kind of understandably so. So, I mean, not understandably so, but I understand how the mechanism works. That's mm. what I meant. Um, and the governments did nothing to counteract that. So they didn't go, they didn't put forth some sort of a, you know, moral way to act or, you know, a, a nice way. So people don't be afraid, you know, we'll handle this situation. There's nothing to be afraid of. Um, we'll do this and that and that as a European Union. Uh, I don't know, individual states will do this and that and that. And we, should, we will all help, you know, to the best of our abilities. That's what one would expect. Europe to do, you know, uh, but uh, that did not happen. And, you know, all this fear uh, grew and grew and grew. And then kind of governments started responding to the fear among the people and started to kind of appease that. So I think that that's actually a lot of what happened, you know, that all these fences went up because we are constantly then faced with uh, like threats, you know, so, oh, we have to put the border up so we don't become a, a pocket for the refugees or, uh, you know, Germany is closing borders and Austria is closing borders and Slovenia is closing borders. You know, it's like domino effect and nobody really knows why they're closing borders or, you know, it's just a lot of vague threats, a lot of fear. So, and this is a natural response, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah and I mean, what, what struck, struck me particularly in Calais was... Um, not so much uh, the sort of misery you were describing earlier, uh, because if we're if we're serious about fathoming, I mean fathoming, we can we can probably not fathom, but at least understanding to uh, what um, what a refugee can come from, then we understand that uh, something like Calais is only the continuity of this misery. Yeah. But what was much more striking than the sort of living conditions in which uh, in which um, uh, people are uh, pretty much pushed to 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 live in 
is very much the push itself, meaning the the, the incredible amount of policemen, uh, police officers, all around the, the jungle in Calais, uh, the amount of walls that are uh, that are actually uh, even uh, so uh, on a much smaller ter- uh, ter- length than uh, here what we have around us, but in a, in with like three layers, uh, uh, cameras everywhere and everything. Mm. So it's it's really the amount the amount of effort yeah. that is being put uh, uh, so it's it's not so much the fact that uh, when you arrive here it's going to be tough anyway because uh, you're, you're coming from very uh, uh, very uh, difficult experiences uh, whatever they might be I mean uh, again we're talking obviously we're thinking refugees but I mean I don't think we should hierarchize uh, no. the sort of uh, uh, suffering yeah suffering know, that, that makes people yeah I mean you know people go. who come from Sudan are <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but so it's 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 not so much that than the the actual constructivist effort that is yeah. being put in in assembling all those mechanisms of control right I mean mm. uh, I think that's what we see here as well it's uh, uh, the, it's really a, a, a big architectural work so to speak yeah, it is <laughs> yeah and uh, and with uh, now I have a theory that yeah. first you create borders in the you know through discourse in the minds of the people and then they go up physically uh, and this is what we're seeing now you know mm-hmm. and so I, I went a little bit around this morning and I saw some um, I saw several sites where the, the border is uh, operating um, from what I understand of what you said and what people in uh, in Slovenia have been telling me, so there, there's been uh, the, the way things are right now is transitory, transitory. But yeah. I still I still saw some uh, some um, barbed wires that would just stop in the middle of the forest, and I'm wondering if there is not also something to say about the sort of spectacle of the border rather than the actual effect effective uh, uh, yeah. consequence of the border. Somehow it's more important that people think there's a border yes. than, than there is actually one. Right? You're very right because you... I don't know how much of this barbed wire fence you saw, but it was... Uh, it's, it's very flimsy. So you put a couple of blankets or a couple mm. of logs over it and you can anybody can get through. Um, Except animals. Except animals, exactly. And there was a lot of dead animals. uh, And and there was a lot of uh, migration of the animals that was interrupted. You know, like bears and and, and deer and and, and also some uh, wild cats. A variety of wild Mm. cats. Uh, So uh, that was an ecological disaster in itself as well, you know. Uh, so yes, it is a spectacle because um, it didn't stop anything, and also the, the river, as I said before, you know, pulled it with it, and there is a lot of debris in it, and also you know when the uh, when the wild shrubs begin to grow in the in the spring now and through the summer, it will kind of you know just cement this barbed wire into the into the beautiful beautiful nature. That was very nice. It was very clean, very nice before. So it's a it's a it's a horrible disaster actually, and also for the tourism. You know, this is a very poor region, a uh, very marginalized region in Slovenia, and a lot of it depends on tourism, especially up, you know, in the um, higher up the river. Uh, so that is that is a major disaster. Also for you know places like this for camps and. Uh, 
because uh, who wants to see this you know who who wants to come uh, for their vacation and see walls and fences and barbed wires mm-hmm. um, go- going back to this idea of spectacle I'm, I'm wondering to whom is it really directed and I guess I have uh, partially answer as I asked the question but uh, because we, we can think it's a sort of uh, Uh, since since when it comes to uh, to displacement and migrations, uh, uh, so much is so much information goes quite literally from from uh, mouth to ear, yeah. and and uh, so I I really think of the idea of a rumor, the rumor of the wall, active as a wall, but I guess it's also very much a sort of demagogic uh, uh, instrument to speak both to Slovenian uh, citizens. And in general to uh, the Schengen government, isn't it? Exactly. I think it's a triple message mm. to the citizens, to the you know European Union as a whole, and uh, to the migrants as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't come here. Yeah, we should. I should have started with that saying. Like it's it's also this very odd situation where I mean Croatia is part of the European Union. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I think uh, I mean uh, you know it's very easy to it's busy, very easy to cross the bridge uh, 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 with a Croatian car as I did earlier, mm. uh, and uh, I don't know how much the Croatians are uh, concerned about that uh, this fence, but it it really sends a, a, a quite incredible message twenty uh, five years after the independence of both countries. Right? Yes, it does, and also you know I speak for this region. We always had very good uh, relations with uh, with Croatians on on the other side of the border. That's a lot of, you know, mixed families and and friends and stuff like that. So, uh, to us, this seems preposterous. Uh, and also, you know, I don't think that Croatia, of course, has a problem, you know, symbolically with this. But you know, they didn't kind of take a large chunk of their own territory, and you know, this is like we kind of signed the whole river off to Croatia mm. you know and and which uh, which seems odd because people are prepared to go to war for like meters of land you know and this is a you know that's, that's a lot of land here mm-hmm. basically fenced away from the country and people are prepared to accept that no questions asked that's that's a very interesting tech it it means like where we where we sit right now is uh, a sort of territory that was de facto given to Croatia because yeah. we're on the other side of the exactly <laughs> yeah well when you th- think that way yeah th- that will teach them <laughs> uh, yeah. it's a precedent you know <laughs> that Croatia could potentially use in an I don't know arbitration someday you know mm. so you this you didn't want this you fenced it out of your country so we might as well take it yeah no that's interesting I'm always interested in what I call the the thickness of the line and the thickness of borders because yeah. it's obviously when it comes to a river it, it's kind of Im- immediate but here the thickness have been uh, uh, the line has been thickened again mm. so it's quite interesting we don't really know where we are right now exactly yeah but it was so nice before you should have seen it you know the, the thickness before it was practically non-existent because you would swim across mm. it was very uh, porous very permeable um I remember swimming uh, this summer and, and there was this cafe on the other side of the river, so Croatian cafe, and, and they called me up and they said, Slovenka, you know, the Slovenian girl, come, <laughs> join us for a drink, you know, and I could have, I was swimming, so I didn't go out, but, uh, I could have just gone out at the other side and we could have a drink and I would mm-hmm. go back 
So we exchanged a couple of pleasantries and I went on my swimming. But um, it and was just a to very... be clear, we're talking about last summer, not 1987. Yes, yes, this was... Or... No, 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 this was 2015. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's, it's bizarre to me. I cannot, I cannot stomach this thing that's going on. Mm very well yeah well actually that's the last thing i wanted to ask you about which is um sort of activi activism that is uh, going on i mean when i when i told uh, slovenian friends i was uh, coming here it's like everybody seemed to have like contacts that were doing some work uh, yeah. some work around here so could you could you maybe tell us about the several actions that are being led from uh, I d i'm not sure if i know of all of them but no, i know that um, there was this initiative Uh, that a couple of uh, people got together, also you know, uh, politicians, former politicians, you know, and and and, and uh, people from here, uh, and they tried to um, get the, the constitutional court to kind of rule on this, on the on the constitutionality of the barbed wire fence. So, but that didn't go through because you know you need there's this, some sort of a uh, procedure to be followed and they uh, the ombudsman here did not uh, then uh, decided it merited uh, the constitutional uh, judgment uh, but that was one significant uh, kind of initiative mm. and there's a lot of you know uh, a lot of media kind of presence uh, well as much as it can be regarding this issue but uh, it's very difficult because there is uh, there is little support I think in the local environment so if people around here were all you know okay this border has to go away because it's hurting us it's hurting our economy which it does you know it, it's hurting everyone if we forget and it's hard to forget you know the people that are coming and what it does to them you know if people would be Um, selfish and just think of themselves because it's harming them as as well uh, but they're so scared that they are willing to you know forget all of that because uh, they think that this is for their own good and their own security uh, so there is little support unfortunately so all activism is uh, kind of I'm afraid it, it's kind of dead in the water mm. uh, from that aspect because there is uh, just a couple of individuals in the end you know uh, I also heard from friends in Ljubljana that um, and I, I think this is something we can find in so many other countries uh, definitely friends included um, that somehow uh, the where, where the, the sort of uh, activism is being uh, is being active and organized and everything is obviously in, in cities like Ljubljana or, or Maribor but they're pretty far from the border I mean not yeah. not far but for the scale of Slovenia they're really inside the country and somehow there would be a sort of uh, uh, disinterest for uh, this, those issues that are mostly happening in the rural world do, do you agree with that? I do agree with that mm. you know because as I said it, this this part of the country has been marginalized for a very long time so and it's not surprising that it's marginalized regarding this issue as well you know But the border is going up. I mean, the, the fences are going up uh, in other places as well. So, uh, and this act activism is kind of uh, 
picking up steam, you know, because uh, the activism of people here who are connecting with people in Istria, for instance, and in mm. Slovenian um, by by the by the seaside. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Adriatic, yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, there's that. There's also a lot of um, academic uh, kind of engagement with the topic that's almost invariably uh, against the wire, against how things are being handled. So you know, if you take the 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 the, the uh, intellectuals, they're kind of in, in against all of this. So um I kind of forgot what I was what I was trying to say but uh well some some activism is being Oh yes, organized. activism. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> uh so maybe in this in the academic world as well, you know. So that's important in a way because it forms a, a, some sort of bulk of knowledge that can be drawn upon, you know, and tapped into when Uh, it will the, the situation be, maybe will be ripe for uh, a change in discourse a change in the approach i hope we grow to to learn that yeah before it's too late well and i, th- I think i think europeans in general needs to understand that i mean if we are serious about the pro- the european project yes thinking that there can be such a federation of, of people who've been uh, uh, you know uh, making war to each other for a millennia uh, uh, and that this federation of people should not necessarily means a thicker border as it at its periphery if we're serious about this project then I think every European should be concerned about what's going on at this very place we're in right exactly now. Yeah. absolutely. Well, Marietka, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time today to talk with me about uh, from this side of the Fortress Europe uh, 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 wall, and uh, and uh, obviously we will add all the all the photos and and, uh, and documents uh, to 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 understand the situation we are recording from. Thank you. Thank you as well.